Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. What's up, everybody? We are here for another edition of the Flow Show Podcast. We got Dario Sammartino joining us. Dario, how are you? Hello, guys. Fine, fine. All good. Good. Well, I know, uh, obviously, again, crazy time in the world right now. A lot going on. Uh, you are, you're from, well, the number one all-time Italy money list. You're, you're Italian roots, born and raised. Uh, your family, I know we were, I was, there was a charity we were talking about, some stuff going on, very serious from your, the home area where you originally are from, I believe Naples, is that right? Or in that region? Yeah, um, yeah it's Naples. Before we dive into the, the podcast, talking about your career and everything, why don't you tell us a little about what's going on there and i know there's a uh, a charity or, or something that's going on here not charity uh, some raising to help with the situation could you maybe talk a little bit yeah. about that first just so we cover that yeah yeah this is um, the idea we have with my friends and uh, we try to collect money for um uh, ospedale cotugno for make uh, more uh, more seat for uh, people uh, have a problem with coronavirus okay because um uh, our sanity is uh, not ready for uh, this emergency this emergency so we try to help uh, them uh, and i start to make um, 100k of uh, for uh, for help this uh, this hospital and uh, also a lot napolitan and uh, also a lot poker payer help me for uh, for uh, for this and uh, now the situation is uh, much better uh, because um, because uh, uh, we fight uh, coronavirus and uh, um, we have less uh, less case of coronavirus. So now is much better than one month ago, and uh, I hope will better every every moment, every day. And, and, and it is getting better, though, because Italy is obviously one of the epicenter, the, the, the very danger, you know, heat zones where it's very lot going on. The virus is originating and it's very uh, spreading a lot. So it, it has sort of started to level off a bit. It's getting better there from what you can tell. Yeah, yeah. Much, much better. Much better. OK. Also, if you see the graphic of uh, cases and uh, people, uh, in fact, uh, are less than uh, Two weeks ago and one month ago, so it's much better right now. Okay. Hope people uh, continue to stay at home because it's the most important things to do for uh, for help doctor and uh, our government and uh, hospital. And 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 then Italian is similar to Brazil. My wife's Brazilian. You've met my wife Amelia. It's very family oriented, right? A lot of families live together or nearby, or they're interacting a lot. So that's why even more so, it's it's difficult if you're not social distancing because the children like our people our age as well we get it we don't even know it or we're okay but then we give it to the to the relatives or the older so that that may be even more so in italy why it's so it's like that correct yeah yeah because also because a lot of people live together a lot of family live together and uh so, you know so, someone uh, have immunity of uh, coronavirus so you don't know this uh, and you can uh you can give the coronavirus to your friends or your family, and uh, this is really bad. So it's really important to have uh, a two meters distance and uh, don't kiss uh, uh, also your friends or your family. 
if uh, you are not sure uh, you stay you stay good at 100%. Right. Makes sense. Yeah, it's uh that's yeah, everyone hope I think everyone's starting to understand how serious this really is and and things are starting to uh slowly um respect it more and get 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 better. Uh, I had a question in the chat I see we have some questions here. Um, saying hello, people in there. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Uh, someone asking about, first of all, who do you support in the Italia Serie A league? Are you, do you have a, a, a team that you really like or you, you wish to win every year? Uh, my uh, for, uh, soccer team? Yes. Mean? And, yeah, and my, my, my team is uh, Naples, Napoli. Na- Napoli, it's okay. Where the best player in the world play. Maradona. Diego Armando Maradona, you know? Yes. Yeah, they had a great. They won some Champions Leagues, right? Napoli. No, definitely. no, we never win uh, Champions League, unfortunately. No? But uh, we win uh, two times Serie A and uh, oh, Europa yeah. League. But the name was uh, UEFA, UEFA League. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. But they won the Serie A twice. I remember that. That was yeah. very interesting. Maradona coming there and the whole, you know, very crazy uh, time. I've, I've yeah. read stuff about it. But also um, for Napolitan uh, soccer is uh, like the most important things. So when the Naples win the Serie. You can't imagine what happened in uh, in my city. It's crazy. It's really crazy. I bet. I bet. The um, yeah. That's that's. I know you're very passionate. Actually, we have a, a funny story. Um, you and your friend. I, I'm not. I forget his name because it was someone in the house who were living in the World Series when Dan Coleman and I were playing you in FIFA two v two. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> We were playing for uh, main event, <laughs> World Series of Poker main or, event. percent of the main event, yeah. yes. What year was that? It must have been 17 or 18. Do you know? I think it was uh, two, two or three years ago. Yeah, it was not because it's pretty crazy because you end up taking second for how much last year? Six. Let's take a look here. We'll, and, we'll and last year, last year, then uh, stay at home with me in Vegas, Pullman, okay. and we play again for the percent of the main event. And uh, I won uh, three or four matches, so I won three, four, I won five percent of uh, Dan Coleman main event. Oh my! So he made if I lost that match. Was that a was a huge match. He, he literally, <laughs> that was a three hundred thousand dollar hit. Ask oh us to them. It was crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, because I was saying, me and him were playing. You guys, I think we broke even. Now that I remember, yeah, I yeah, that time, that time we broke even. There was no, there was no blood between us on the two v two. But then I, I was thinking about it when you made. It. I was like, man, I wish that was. Uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy to think that was very high stakes. FIFA. <laughs> um, okay, well, so let's let's kind of t- take a look. We're gonna dive through your career and talk about your poker. How did you get into poker originally? So was this 2008? You also final table your first event. I think every single guest final table their <laughs> first tournament on our show. I don't know how it's possible. Every single one, like 98% have final table their first event. But were you already playing online then or was this, this like... These uh, crazy stats, uh, I think. Yeah. 98% of your Maybe guests. More. Uh, I, I think everyone <laughs> final table. I honestly go through, I find one that's not. It's always they final table their first event. I don't know. I don't know how, but it seems to be the case. <laughs> I included my first ever event. I, I play, you know, it's I, crazy. I, that's on your hen and mob, though, right? Like you play a tournament before, and you maybe don't cash, but the first cash being a final table. So it's it's kind of it is crazy. Um, tell me a little bit about two thousand eight. Was this when you yeah. first started, or were you playing online before? Yeah, I, uh, I played online before, uh, but cash game, not tournament, because I was cash gamer, and for the four or five years of uh, my career, I I play only cash game and uh, tournament live. But online, I play only cash game. 
So I go in Sharm el Sheikh, where also I met uh, my good friends Mustafa in 2008. Yeah. Uh, we met there first time. He was on the podcast very recently. So we've done a lot of Italian. We had Alec Torelli the other day and um, and, and uh, Mustafa. So a lot of the Italian guys were, we're going, going through right now. But Mustafa's a great guy. You've known him since then, 2008? It's, yeah, yeah. It was the first time we met. And uh, we both... Uh, we are we was without money so i remember uh, i had like 10k bankroll because in uh, because uh, i also make money with the public relation uh, in the with the disco in the naples so i have a 10k bankroll and i go there and after 40 50 minutes uh, i have zero because i play all my money at blackjack <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, not good and right. also now i don't play casino in last time was uh, five six years ago but when i was young uh, you know uh, you need to make a mistake for understand what you have to do and what you don't have to do yeah for so sure. uh after 40 minutes i have no money and uh, my friends give me 1000 for play the main event uh, and with the debt money i make final table then I play all of this money on the final of Champions League, maybe was uh, Barcelona, Manchester United. Right. I bet on, on Barcelona, I won. Then with all the money, I sit down cash game live, like uh, was 15, 30 euro, the limit. So it was a big game for me at, at the time. Right. And won, uh, another 10, 20, 20K. So I... I, I come back at home for with uh, 30, 40 k from 10 k to zero to zero to 40 k. Was wow. uh, this was here? Uh, this was this was this thing right here? This first event during yeah the, the first event yeah in the 2008. My first uh, my first time I play live uh, was uh, was that yes. Wow. So and and how much um how did how did your parents um. How do they feel about you playing poker in your family? With when you said, "Hey, I'm playing this." At, at the beginning, it was not good because um, you know, for people don't understand uh, uh, poker is a skill game. At the beginning, uh, um, they they don't like what uh, what we do. Uh, so for the first year, uh, I I go out from my home because uh, I I live I live with uh, my father and my mother. But my father didn't want, so I, I go out and uh, I go. Uh, I went to um, house of my grandmother. Okay. For uh, the first year, uh, I don't talk with my father because uh, <laughs> he ate what uh, what uh, what I do. Yeah. But right now, is my first fans, and he love what I do. I understand is a, a skill game. I understand is a, a real profession. So. Right now, everything is uh, it's fine. That's also yeah. ten years ago, everything was fine. But for the first year, was really uh, was okay. really tough. A bit tricky. Well, it's easy now, right? You're the number one all time money list. <laughs> you're on ESPN. You're money. It's good. Um, let me just jump back real quickly uh, before we f- want to move on about the the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen. Um, I saw the Juventus, um, they were one of the first teams or they had a bunch of players affected who got the virus. Is that, um, how is that with uh, the Italian league? Is there any talk about when the games will be resumed? Is the season um, going to finish? Is it just not going to happen? They, they have, I think, two options. 
one of these options is um, restart the Serie A in uh, June, I think. Okay. Uh, so this is the first option. The second option, uh, they freeze the, um, the score. And uh, so the, US, uh, the Juventus won the, the Serie A without playing the, the rest of the tournament. Oh, Juventus, but, Juventus would just win. Yeah, this, yeah, this is another option. Wow, but, that'd be- that's pretty complicated for sports bets and everything, right? People oh, have this, this is crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is so. crazy for sports bets, yes. I, I, I wonder, yeah. I, I think uh, the first option is, uh, um, I think they, they, they choose the first option at, at the end. So they continue the, the Serie A at uh, June and uh, July, I think. The, the problem is, though, it might be closed stadiums, right, at that point, because it's like, I don't think things are going to be back where fans and people are going to be going in public places for a while. I think it could be even longer. So, But it's crazy time, right? The world's in a, it's very unknown chartered waters, an unknown area where we don't really know what's going to happen or how, it's, how things are going to play out. But sports, you know, I know in Italy, soccer, uh, football, if you will, is very – it's it's life, right? Like people really live for this stuff, so it's pretty intense. Yeah, it's very very. Yeah, in Italy, uh, in Italy, soccer is uh, like one of the most most important things. So, but I think people right now have to understand that we need to change because uh, we we everybody live in something we never lived. So we need to change and understand uh, how is the the better things to do for uh, for the world and. And not only for uh, for myself or uh, you know, I think it's really important to be um, more uh, uh, not selfish. Okay, you we need to understand and uh, we need to help also the other people in this uh, historic moment of the world. Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm with you on that. Um, okay, well we're gonna just so you guys know we are gonna take questions at the end. So if you want to go over to Twitter. And follow the instructions. You can be entered to win a $55 ticket from Party Poker. We'll go through. We'll try to answer as many of those as we can with Dario. And uh, there's one right here that just popped up, but I, I got to know as well so we don't forget. Best Italian cuisine. This man's asking right now on the thing. What's your favorite food? Italy is so food is. I mean, food is life. Football is life. There. What's the, what's the best food? Food. Uh, pizza in Naples uh, is uh crazy bro you have to try it's something you never try in your life if you don't try uh, if you try pizza in italy it's not like try pizza in naples pizza in naples is another kind is com- is uh, really? the best wow. it's really crazy you have to try one time i of will I, I, italy is uh I, I look forward to when things kind of calm down getting back over that way i haven't gone in a long time so i, I love italy is such a beautiful place and a cool yeah i'm gonna Gonna come for vacation, and- for vacation is perfect. Yes. If you don't have to work, if you don't have to make money in Italy and you stay for vacation, is one of the best country. We have a lot uh, really good place and uh, our food is amazing. People uh, are really friendly and uh, is amazing. For vacation, uh, you, have, you have to come. Okay. Well, that, listen, I'll take that as an invite. I will, I will see you there in the future when it's, when it's time, when we can all travel and relax again, for when sure. We can travel again. Yes. Yes. Um, well, right, let's, uh, let's dive through a little bit of your career then. So you're, you're, you, it's a crazy story. You get off, you, you know, you have a very emotional, big swings, a 10 K to zero to 40 K in a weekend. <laughs> so you get going, but after this, were you playing, it looks like, uh, I mean, you were playing more online than at this point. Cause this was kind of like, 
I think when we were all grinding online a lot, right? Yeah, for the first, yeah, for the first uh, three, four years, uh, from 2008 to, to 2012, I pay a lot online. So I go live, I go play live only for uh, stay with friends and uh, try the experience of poker live because it's another experience. Uh, I think the real poker is live. Is not yeah. online, but uh, online is the the best gym you can have for uh, learn the game and for have experience uh, for understand the maths of the game and uh, is the best gym you can have. But uh, the real poker is alive, I think. Well, talk, so let's let's talk about online versus live. But let's let's talk about uh, back in the day when you were you you met Mustafa. You guys are playing. You're obviously you're having some good success. You're making a living playing poker. What was it like back then when, I guess, pre-2011 Black Friday in the USA, even though you're not there, it affects everything, right? The whole online poker market shifted, the amount of traffic, the, all this stuff. What was it like? What kind of stakes were you playing uh, when you first got on? Were you playing cash games, tournaments? What was your online beginnings? How did you get uh, in? My online beginning, uh, I always, uh, when I start, I never pay bankroll. So... I never start to play micro limit, and also you know before the the game was really easy, and uh, people uh, didn't study too much. So, if you are uh, a bit smart uh, and uh, if you really love the game, uh, how I love, uh, you have a lot a lot good option for make money. So I start to play five ten cash game with uh, like ten k bankroll or yeah. uh, 20k bankroll, something like that. And um, at the beginning, uh, I go broke a lot of times. Right. Like uh, every 15, 30 days <laughs> for the first year. Yeah. So it was like boom, 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 you know. <laughs> You're but sure. was, was really funny because uh, uh, inside of me, I really know I can make money with poker. I was sure about it. So um, I'm... I say I say good, and uh, I really love love what uh, what I do. So was was a uh, was a good experience, and uh, I remember uh, also my feeling was good. Also when I was broke, you know, I I'm I'm not scared about uh, about it. So I was really really good. Right now, if I go broke, is uh, different. Right, <laughs> maybe different. I go I go depressive, and uh, maybe stuff to come back. Right. But well, now you've learned a lot. You have safeguards and you, you know, you have your, I'm sure you have your investments and your stuff tied away and you have your poker bankroll and, and you, and you, you're, you, uh, you understand a lot more. Um, I think that's important to understand in poker. A lot of guys that have withstood the test of time that have been here 10 years, 15 years, you know, there's, there's a lot of lessons learned and there's a lot of, you have to also understand a lot of us started with very little, right. For, for poker, right. It's like, if you're a businessman or if you're learning poker and you're older, you're risking potentially more money because you're buying in for bigger buy-ins and you're, you're just sort of coming from other money. If you started poker in 2004, five, six, seven, eight, you know, these early times, maybe you were younger or you came in with $50, $100, $10,000, you know, for a roll. And then what you whatever you're building or, or coming up, you're actually risking kind of less because you've made money or you've, you've went up the ladder. So it's a yes. little different, right? A lot of the guys we know started grinding online for very little um, and have sort of made, you know, 
gone through the the uh the hierarchy but um yeah it's, it's fun it's cool to look back on these these uh the careers of, of people and seeing yourself have some a lot of success tell me a turning point for you live because it looks like you said you're playing a lot online until maybe a certain year because you know you were you, you have some scores here. You, you seem like you're playing. You're doing fine. You know, you're, these buy-ins are smaller, right? Like, so you're having pretty good scores. You play a 10K main event uh, at the World Series of Europe. I think, actually, I remember you being there with you there in Cannes. Oh, um, I remember exactly yeah. that day. Yeah. Because uh, 18 left, I was chip leader, and I bust 17. Oh, wow. And uh, I remember uh, uh, Max Silver made a really crazy ends, ends against me. Because um, we was five-handed at the table, uh, and uh, small blind and big blind uh, come late from the break. Okay. So we was uh, three of us at the table. I open under the gun uh, uh, ace king on the okay. blind ten twenty, and I have like one point one million. Okay. Uh, Max Silver have uh, at one point two million. He go directly all in for sixty blind under the gun one. Wow. I call ace king. You show deuces, fucking deuces, bro. <laughs> wow. He won the flip, the flip and I bust. I remember that day exactly. <laughs> Shit. Well, you're, so you're, you're in a, you're in a, was that, I mean, so you're in a, you, you, yeah, that's big money. That was a big tournament, but you're, you know, you. Yeah, for me it was really big because uh was one of the first 10K I played. So it was really important. Uh, and uh, also the first prize was 1 million. And uh, my bankroll maybe at the time was a 100 or 200k i don't remember so was huge and also when i play that tournament i i don't sell too much also now i don't sell too much yeah, so i like uh, tell me tell me a little about that when you started online where you throughout your career have you had a, a backer like a 50 50 deals have you sell pieces swap what's your sort of uh no how do you do your mix of, of, of no of, i <laughs> i always play with my money always and uh, also when i play uh, some super roller 100k buy in on the 50k buy in i sell only on on friends with uh, no markup i i don't know why but i always start with this philosophy and uh, i never change I and, uh, don't change either it's working it's working yeah well. <laughs> yeah you do some swaps right you, you might swap in a tournament yeah no so i that- swap yeah i swap with uh, with uh, a lot of friends of mine but uh, every time I want uh, at least 50% of my action. Right. Yeah. So in a hundred K or 25 Ks, when you swap two, five, two or 5% with a, a few guys, like it's nice. Cause then all of a sudden, if you bust, you still could get a decent, yeah. you know, yeah. you might, it, it works out pretty well. If you're, if you're swapping with good players and, and you feel good about it, it takes a little pressure off um, and, and kind of know that there's a good chance that one of them yeah. will perform. Exactly. So, it's uh, yeah. something of, uh, is uh, like insurance, you know, is uh, you go down with the variance and uh, you have some insurance uh, if you bust. Yeah. So it's, uh, and also it's fine to, because uh, you can rail your friends and uh, it's really, really fun, you know, if you win also some money. Yeah. Well, you have a really impressive and extensive hen and mob now number one in Italy all time with that $6 million jumping ahead of your, your good friend, Mustafa Knit. Um, but I want to just, I don't, I don't want to spend too much time just rolling through all of the success, but maybe you could tell me about, you know, one, one pivotal point. When did you jump into the high roller scene or what was like a breakout moment for I, you here? I think uh, the, 
the really important moment for me was in Monte Carlo when uh, I made the four, fourth in 100K and uh, I win the satellite for uh, 10K. And uh, with that satellite, I played the 100K, uh, make fourth in the 100K, win uh, like 700K. And uh, the day before, uh, make a deep run in the main event. And the day before, make a final table in 25K. So in uh, like seven days, I make 1 million with the 10K start of um, was the, um, the satellite. That's so, pretty cool. If you look at that, if you really think about it, because we're going to look up on the kind of from this point on, you know, you're, here's someone that I got, you've had success online, but this is a big, I mean, if you really look at your career here, because there's only maybe one before this point in live poker. I mean, you don't have a six-figure score until second here in October 2013. You have some other, you know, good good runs, good successes, because there's only 2K buy-in, 87. That's nice. Yeah. There's some other solid scores. But you don't have – you only have one six-figure score until April of 2015. And as you said, you satellite it in. And then hit a 782. And then, I mean, from there on out, we'll take a look and things kind of explode for you. But, I mean, so that was that was a big moment, right? You were probably chomping at the bit, knowing you see these high rollers. <laughs> you got your friends playing in them. You're right there. You can taste it. But you just, you just want to do it the right way. And you want to kind of emerge. So, I mean, that's a ridiculous come up to satellite to hit that score. I mean, that's got to be insane, right? Like how, how, oh, how yeah. I mean, it's got to be on top was- of the world was crazy it was a really crazy experience but i really believe it so i really believe uh, i can play with the best of the world uh, i really am super competitive uh, i really uh, believe uh, i can beat the best of the world so um, uh, was was uh, was crazy time and uh, was first time uh, i see i can really beat the best you know in the in that moment and uh, was also, I think, the first time I play against Federals, against uh, um, Ole Shannon, against uh, a lot of German guys. At uh, at uh, that moment, uh, I think was uh, the best uh, the best school for poker. Well, because I, I mean, because I'm looking here and we're looking at the looking at the uh, your buy-ins. I mean, there's a there's the 10K main event WSOP in 11. You play some 5Ks. You play you know, what's the 5k, 5k, a 10k main event or a 10k six handed you final table, but you know, get comes so you're very close 10k here, but there was really never, had you never played a 25k? You went 10k in, into a hundred K or maybe you played a 25 and not cash. No, 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 no. Before never played a 25. Wow. So this after, really after that moment, I start to play the 25k. So, so this, this is also my first 25 10 right yeah. there. You just, you just skipped it. Wow. What a moment. Yeah. Insane, man. Very insane. So, so from Mad World was born. Then you got, you got your, what, what, tell me about your Instagram name. What's Mad World 87? What's that? Uh, uh, is um, my first uh, screen name on uh, stars.it was Mad Genius 87. Okay. And uh, maybe I am the top winner on the stars.it on the cash game. So I really love that that uh, that name, and also my approach to the game is a bit mad because uh, I always uh, also before I play really lag, so I make a lot bluff and uh, I make I make also a lot crazy ends. 
um, mad word because uh, also the word I think is a bit mad. And uh, my word is, of course, different that uh, my inside word is different of the word of the other people. And uh, I think uh, the word of uh, every poker player is a different life, no? So right. it's, it's a bit mad sometimes. And uh, also was my first screen name when I was young, when I had uh, like 18 and 19 years old. So I put the mad word 87 for these uh, two reasons. Okay, very cool. And tell me, tell me a little bit about your poker style. If someone were to say Dario is, what is your poker game? Or give me a, give, can you can you place a style on it, or what what do you pride yourself on in your poker game that think you makes you so successful? I don't think I have uh, one style. I think I'm really good to change uh, from uh, my opponent, especially in the life in the live poker live poker and uh, i think uh, i'm really good to understand understand what uh, my opponent feel what uh, he feel and what you try and i'm really i'm really good to use this information against my opponent um for me the best uh, the best thing for uh, uh be better is uh play understand my mistake understand uh, my my person i i try to uh speak with the, the best poker player in the world i have a lot of friends uh so i'm lucky of this because i can speak with uh, Brinkenny, i can speak with mustafa kanit i can speak with dan coleman i can right. speak with uh, ole shemion so when you speak uh, when you speak about poker with these people uh is really is really good you know so also your game uh, go go better uh but uh, i i don't have uh, one style i change a lot also before uh, i play more lag than how i play right now uh now some tournament uh, i play tight aggressive especially main event because uh you know the, you don't need to uh take marginal spot you know so i think is the best strategy especially the main event of world series well uh, let's uh let's again we could i mean really there's not much to say other than here in your hen and mob like this point on i mean it just goes from one six figure score ever to you know almost now your binds are just much bigger so the caches are going to be much bigger you start getting you know massive scores you're getting you're in the high roller scene you're hitting 900k 500k 400k 1 million um let's let's cut before you know let, let's hit on this one because this was your biggest score before the second ah, i think the- this is the year when uh, we play at the uh, on fifa at my home uh i, I think sunday after uh, one drop uh, i make uh, i made the uh, third fourth when we play fifa me you and then coleman ah, i think okay. it was that year yeah 17 yeah i was gonna go i'm gonna try to find the video because i have it in my youtube channel some of us playing together i got i'll find it i'll find the, the <laughs> i was thinking i was like man that's a little one year uh just behind to to play for some big money fifa game but yeah this was this was the year you got third i remember being there doug won um El, uh what's elky got second what was the uh what would you say here i mean because this is a pivotal moment too this was a huge score for you right you you, you had gotten close to million dollar score but this is your first million dollar score and it was yeah it was yeah very- it was uh one of the best uh score I, I never made in my in my poker career and uh, i remember uh, that tournament i was super focused 
super positive and um, also I don't sell too much of my action in that tournament because I really feel uh, uh, I can do something good in this tournament. And um, I remember it was really funny, it was a really good experience. I remember I make a lot of uh, big bluff against Phil Helmut and he go crazy three, four times because I showed the bluff two times, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember also I cry after uh, make third because uh, I really want to win. Uh, I really want to win some big tournament. I really want to win uh, the, the bracelet. So um, at that time was really important for me. Uh, so when I bust against Doug Polk uh, in the cooler, because uh, was a stand against Ace-9 uh, and the both of us uh, was, uh, I think, short, like 13, 14 bigs, three-handed. So it was cooler, so I can do nothing. Yeah. Uh, I was really upset. But uh, the day after, of course, I was super happy. <laughs> yeah, it's usually how the tournament's going, those, those big score situations. You always want to win. But, yeah, so you score 1.6 million. You know, you're cruising. You're, you're uh, doing very well. All is well. And then, you know, let, let's go. Let's just kind of fast forward then to uh, you hit 1.6. You're, you're, you're moving along. Everything's good. You're playing the high rollers. A lot of more six-figure scores. All is good. All is good. I think you had a deep run. Well, you played horse too. Like, talk about your mixed games. You play mixed games, or is this more for fun, or do you do you think you're you're? I you're I play for fun mixed game. I'm not study too much. I play home games with friends sometimes at home uh, in Vegas. Um, but um, you know, when someone uh, explain me the game, I'm. Uh, super fast to understand uh, the the game so also the those to seven no limit i played my first time i played that game i make third in the world series uh, 10k and uh, also for the horse was my first time i played horse and i was super chip leader uh, like uh, at the final table i have like 50 percent of the chips right. and uh, i made third because i don't have so much experience maybe i make uh, a lot not a lot, but some mistake at the final table. Right. Um, but it was fun experience. I always uh, understand the game uh, when I play, and uh, I also understand uh, to watch uh, the best the best player of the world play. So for me, when I play that tournament, uh, I, I can play with the best, uh, and uh, I, I have a lot of fun, and I can understand a lot of dynamic. So it's uh, always plus EV. Also, if I'm not plus EV in the tournament on the... Right. Makes sense. So, but you, you are the... So, you, do you see yourself playing more of these type of games? Like, mix? what's your favorite game within the horse besides holding... Uh, in, 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 the, in the horse, uh, I think uh, Limit to Milo. But uh, mixed game, I love uh, Deuce to Seven no Limit. I think it's a really nice game and really skill-intensive game. Is uh, one of my favorite game, and uh, I also like short deck. The new game, uh, uh, the new game, uh, all, a lot play, a lot people play right now. Yeah, I'm, I, and, I, uh, I, I've done some. You play? I play? Do I mean, I, I know the rules. There's some apps and stuff. I, I've messed around, but not. I wouldn't say I play a lot, but I know how. I know how to play, and I feel comfortable with the game. And it is a lot of fun. It's a little more gambly. But it's uh, it's definitely cool. What about those Triton high rollers? What have you thought about going to some of those series? Like you, you saw the one in London um, last year, and you know 
be obviously now with the COVID-19 stuff's kind of on pause, but is that something that type of series, does that interest you? Have you gone to any of those? Mm, I, I think, uh, I think for uh, one moment to go to play there, but, uh, um, I choose to play less poker and, uh, try to balance real life with poker because uh, I think it's really important for uh, every poker player try to balance uh, real life with poker life. Um, sometimes, you know, uh, if you play poker at high level, uh, you have to put yourself uh, in the right zone in the, and you, you have to work a lot, uh, you have to play a lot, so you don't have time for uh, yourself, you don't have time for, say, with your friends, with your family, with... Uh, living the life you know so in the last uh, two three years uh, i balance uh, really well this and uh, i start to play less poker than than before yeah T- tell me about that a bit on because uh, it's so easy especially online we were chatting a bit before the stream started about amount of tables to play and i think that's sort of the same philosophy like if you're going to go play the world series if you're going to go to some of these events or, or stuff it's easy to get caught up in the just constantness because there's always a game. So if you want to play this every day at the World Series, you could just go into another event, another event, a 1500, a 3K, a 2K, a 5K, a this, that. Like you could literally play and never stop, just sleep and play. Or you could take a couple of days off, play FIFA, go hiking and focus on some key events. Like oh, I'm going to play a 10K six max. I'm going to play the 25K PLO, the horse, the 50K. Like you could play much less events, come in really fresh and relaxed and not try to go. It's, you know, and I've caught myself where I'm in constant playing, just like, it's just like a craze. I'm late every day. I'm tired. I'm doing the view two videos and it's like, it gets to be a bit draining. Right. And so it seems like, I know people who do both and it sounds like you're from the camp of less and more quality over quantity. Um, that seems to be the right answer. And it's sometimes hard to miss an event or even online. Like there's always I, stuff going on. Like you were, you know, you're saying I'm going to take off a day today. I'm going to, I'm just going to be off and then come back and reset versus just like, is that, that's sort of how you approach things? Yeah. I, for me, it's really important to uh, have a fun time when I play. So I really want to play, stay good, and have fun times. Yeah. Uh, right now, I think uh, high stakes online are really tough. So if uh, you want to beat high stakes online, you don't have to play about you don't have to play quantity, but you have to be focused about quality. Um, so online, when I play high stakes and when I play buy in. Uh, on uh, 2K, 5K, 10K, 25K, I play at least max uh, six table, max six table. So I open only the most important tournament and I play that tournament. Give me, because, give me, an, example. Uh, give me an example of yesterday, um, like a Thursday, a good day of the week. There's, there's, yeah. there's a lot of different sites, right? Party Poker has great tournaments, obviously stars. Um, there's other sites. Give me like, if you were to break down the different sites, how, how do you balance your, your tables? Like if I, more than six good tournaments, obviously, especially right now, every day is like a Sunday almost because people yes. are and nothing's going. So how do you pick that and give me a little bit of a process? Do you have six up? And then if you bust one, you, you have like a lobby to choose from and you go to your next best. I, one. Uh, when, uh, when I have a tournament uh, um, where the buying is uh, like 2k, I can, max 2K, I can also open nine table. 
Mm. Because uh, also, you know, the early stage is more easy than the late stage. So you can play more table when you stay in early stage. So at, uh, at the start of the session, I, I choose uh, my best nine tournament I want to play. And uh, I open all of these nine. Okay. okay. Uh, then if I bust, uh, I don't know, three, four table, I, maybe I add some other table. Okay. But uh, at the at the beginning of the session, I I I choose my my plan and uh, I choose uh, the best nine tournament I want to play. Mm -hmm. I never play more than nine table because uh, I I see I know myself and uh, I lost a lot of quality of my game. So I need to stay really focused and uh, forbid uh, this bad guy playing out the stakes. You need to to stay to play your game because if you don't play your your game. Uh, you are dead, I think, because uh, right now the level is really, really high, especially online, especially online, and especially in the high stakes. You have a lot solver where you can study, you have a lot of stuff you can uh, find online, so the level is really high, and you need to, uh, to change something. Before, uh, well, when I start to play, I also play... Eight, 18 tables right now is impossible like, it's it's too hard right it's just too it just doesn't work is is impossible maybe someone can do this i can't i can't i know either. myself uh, i know my limit and uh, i want to win i want i want to win so uh, i i use this uh, this strategy right now yeah More quality and less quantity it's better, man. I, 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 for me on Twitch as well, it's very difficult. Like to, cause then the, that adds as well. The table, you have to like follow the Twitch chat and do the thing. And I feel there's uh, days. You are, I, a you are a hero. I don't know how, how you can do uh, Twitch and play high stakes. Uh, it's really, really hard. Listen, I'm I, sure in some of the hands I play, I'm sure there's times where I'm, I'm giving, I'm punting away money or, you know, I'm not at my best. There's no question. It's not possible to do. That, that's what, but it is, that's the thing. It's like, I should probably play four max and maybe six. Absolutely. Like, the six. Times I have, yeah, when I have six or not eight or 10 plus Twitch, it's chaos. You know, it's like, I'm trying to keep up with it. I can't look at a question and answer somebody while it is impossible. It is it's impossible. How, how you can do it? It's impossible. It's difficult. That's why I, I'm trying to realize I, you know, cause like Jason Somerville, how he would do it is he would play one table and stream on Twitch. And that's probably the best. Maybe two to four is like- This is, this is smart. This is smart. That's smart. I, I, I can't help it though. Like the guarantees are so big. It's like, how do I not play this $500, 200K? But it's like, yeah, I mean, you know- but, but also, also you play the high stakes. So yeah. if you play, I don't know, the, 100, the tournament of 100 or 200, okay. But you play- almost all uh, high stakes poker on the party poker. So I don't know how, how you can do this. It's, uh, it's crazy, bro. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's, not, it's always evolving, trying to get better. But let's, uh, let's go back. Have you thought about streaming on Twitch? Would that interest you at all or, or not really? Have you ever considered doing uh, sort of uh, streaming? Uh, before, I never considered this. But uh, right now, if I say Tom, another two, three months, uh, maybe I start to consider this. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'd be, that would be fun. It'd be fun to, uh, to do. Um, all right. Well, uh, before we do go into, I want to talk about your, your huge score, which is obviously, you know, pretty, pretty. The best one. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> exciting. But that summer you had, uh, you had a pretty good summer. You did cash the 25 K PLO, which is an ex really, really great event. I mean, they get a lot of runners, great prize pool. 
uh, cool tournament. So you you started, you have a good score in there. Uh, you also get deep in the W. I mean, you were on fire. This 19 World Series, you had, looks like, a lot of caches, a lot of deep runs. You had a third in the horse. You had a deep run in the 25K PLO, or you cashed at least. You got, you know, fourth in a 1K online. You then get... Um, the 50k as well. That's a that's a very prestigious event. The 50K. <laughs> Have you ever played that before? No, my first time I played the 50k event. Actually, my first my first time also I play uh, 10 game or 8 game. I don't remember which was uh, 10 game or 8 game. And st- my first time I played the 50k. Were you studying it all with that, or was that just something you like said I'm going to play? I mean, you knew the basics, or were you doing work on that? No, I, I don't study too much, and uh, I I play for the fun. You know, I I like to play. So for me, it's a really nice experience every time. And uh, I play some home games at home. I I have some good friends uh, to explain me of all of this game. Um, also, Eric Watson on the also um, Jennifer Arman explained me a lot of mixed game. So some Italian Dario Liotto explained me a lot of mixed game. So I try. I play sometimes at uh, at home, and uh, then I go to play the tournament. But uh, but was really fun experience. I love right. to play in uh, in Vegas because uh, it's my favorite tournament. World Series, uh, of course, uh, are my favorite tournament. So I don't know when I stay there. Uh, I put hundred uh, percent of focus, and uh, I always love to play that. Very cool. Yeah, very, that's nice. You're adding to the to the resume, crushing it. You you score in that tournament, and then tell me about. Let's tell we got we got to spend some time here, of course, on the main event, the 10K uh, WSOP main. I believe last year I saw an article saying you got you went deep in there as well. Did you get uh, or was it 17 or 18? Didn't you get like uh, seven, seven, 17, Yeah, 40, 43 or forty two. Yeah, remember. So- Yes, forty. Let's see here, forty-three. I think. Um, uh, uh, forty. Forty-three. So you had some experience in a deep run in this exact tournament. You knew how special it is, how deep it is, two-hour levels, how the room shrinks, and in, in the power and how valuable a tournament. So you you were there. You could taste it. Getting forty-third. I mean, that could easily be your best finish for the rest of your life, right? Forty-third is very deep in that particular tournament. But then to find yourself just two years later there again uh i mean tell me a bit actually before you go into that tell me what did you do between the 50k when you got when you cashed that and you were playing around you didn't really it's not your forte you just playing and then did you play other events were you completely off what was your prep going into the main event you got, uh, you got very sick i remember seeing an article you oh, were like, yeah for uh, for three days i have uh, like 39 fever and uh, i was really bad Right. It was really bad for three, four days, and um, but the main event uh, I think is uh, the tournament. Is the real tournament? Uh, it's uh, the the funniest tournament and the best experience you can have with poker. Uh, also, is uh, the easiest tournament uh, of the um, on the planet, I think, because you have uh, eight thousand, nine thousand people play, and uh, like three thousand are uh, really bad player. Uh, you have uh, another two, three thousand, uh, not really amazing reg, and you have uh, the best two thousand player of the world. So it's an uh, amazing field, and uh, you need to change uh, a, a different. Uh, 
against uh, every players you know you, uh, you need to change your game against every players uh, and then you, you need to to change every day because every every day is a different tournament right. and uh, is uh, i think the main event is uh, an experience of of the life it's not only for the poker uh, after main event you can learn a lot of things also of yourself uh, and uh, and it's crazy is uh, it's crazy because uh, it was one of the best uh, and the strongest experience of my life so, so tell uh, me a bit, tell me a bit about your prep when you go and play the main event on you were very sick even on the day one when you ended up playing day one c or no uh, no no was uh from uh, i think from day four to day six day seven oh you were sick during the tournament yeah oh shoot before wow. uh, before i was uh, i was good but uh, during uh, in the in the most uh, difficult part of the tournament i have uh, high fever and uh, i take a lot of antibiotics uh, and uh, but uh, the strange things is uh, where you say really bad and when the, when you really love something uh, you are super focused and also if you take some bad you you have no energy for going tilt you know so uh was uh, something good for that tournament because uh, i really want to play my best in the in this tournament and uh, uh i have no energy for think the not important things so right. i have uh, only energy for think uh, the best and the important things in uh, that tournament so maybe it was something good the fever in that tournament <laughs> but and, and when you play day one what are you wake up you work out meditate each day are you just sleeping when you come home do you just go to bed and just like get rested wake up early give me a little bit of your like routine i mean not necessarily for the main event just in general when you play poker uh, i meditate do you do you get there on time on day ones are you there from the first hand at the table or do you kind of did you come in you know midway through the day and and how how was your um approach to the main event let's just take that one um usually i i don't come uh, in uh from the first level i never play from the first level because i prefer to sleep a bit more and start from the second or third level but for the main event is a different uh is a different uh, things because uh, also from the first level uh, you can uh you can um, make a lot money you know because uh, you have uh, a lot uh, bad player and they make a lot mistake with uh, a lot um, a lot uh, big blinds behind so right. it's really important to play from the first the, for the first moment and uh, i remember uh, um, i come with the unbelievable energy and uh, i start uh, to say the this is the main event in the high voice uh, when i come to to um, the to the rio so I was uh, I was in the best mood for that tournament, right. and uh, this is the mood uh, where uh, I put my mind every time I play some tournament I really love. So I I say I try to stay super positive. I try to have uh, all of my energy inside me, and uh, I try to to do my best in uh, every moment of the tournament. Stay really focus on every move of uh, my opponent. Uh, don't use the, my phone. Uh, so only play and stay focused on what I do in that moment. And uh, the is I think the most important thing when uh, you want uh, to be something good in the, in some tournament.
Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's live and online are so different. What would you say is the biggest difference? Because you say live's the real poker, you know, that's where you can go these savage, you can feel it, right? You know what someone, and that's what you think you, you mentioned, you pride yourself on that. You know what you're perceived as, and that could change on any given day, just like online. Like there's days where someone may be watching me on stream and see that I'm just you know, I'm over it. I'm playing aggressive. I'm making crazy plays and they kind of, they might, or they see me at the high stakes and they realize that, but live, you really know, cause you're watching, you're seeing the hands. You can look at a person and see how they feel. Um, and you, and, and they, and you know how you're perceived, right? So you know what you can get away with, you know, in a spot where to overbet, you're probably going to get called. They can't fold top pair here. Like, so, you know, give me like a, a breakdown on which one, you would prefer and how like you would describe the difference in the two for online and live? Uh, I prefer uh, live poker because um, I think live poker is like uh, soccer at 11 and uh, poker online is soccer like five against five. Okay. Uh, I think the real poker is live because you have more information because uh, you can see your opponent in your eyes, in his eyes. And, uh, you can uh, understand uh, with uh, uh, some uh, movement of body or some movement of eyes uh, if your mom, if your opponent are scared or not or not. So uh, I think this is the essence of poker. Uh, the maths, of course, is important, and the study of poker is important. But uh, the real poker, I think, is the psychology and. Uh, understand the emotion of your opponent and take uh, your emotion low. So, right. and uh, this is uh, uh, something you can do in the live poker, not in online poker. So um, um, I think this is the most uh, important difference. And um, live poker is, uh, is another kind, is another experience. Uh, and uh, uh, I always prefer uh, live poker than online poker. Okay. And, and uh, now we got we to cover this a bit because well, I want to talk about your, 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 your trajectory, the graph of your, your stack in the main event. But there was one pivotal moment, and I, we don't even need to just – other than showing – I forgot about this, but I remember I was just reminded, you know, this was 11 left. You can see the chip stacks where you have a huge stack, right? You're, you're like compared to the other players, obviously in tournament poker. Best situation you can have uh, 11 left uh, in the, in every tournament, but in main, in main event uh, is much better because you can really make money without taking a lot of risk because people fold more than how they fold in the other tournament. So it was the best spot I can have. Right. At that moment. So you chip up, you get into a great, a great situation. And then there was, I mean, one of the more controversial situations, because this is very rare where there's an all in spot, you know, people are very focused. It's very intense, right? Like, I mean, massive ICM, big money, eight, eight million, nine million dollars up top, 11 left, every pot so critical. Um, of course, the players are responsible to be aware, you know, you, you have a good idea. Like, you know, roughly what a guy's stack is, of course, but it's hard. You know, you're at different ends of the tables, stuff's going on. There's an all in, you have a very premium hand. You're covering the player. You have tens, uh, a player goes all in. Um, and you ask for a count and correct me if I'm wrong, but the dealer announces, I think it was 17 million, but it was really 22 or something along those lines. And you, um, 
you said you, you even asked for a double check and the, the dealer says 17 million, but it was 22. Is that correct? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I asked two times to the dealer and uh, she answered two times 17, but uh, was uh, 23, I think. Okay. Or, or 22 or 23. Yeah. And um, in that moment, it changed a lot. Online, you know, tw- with tens, uh, you call maybe uh, probably uh, 20 bigs or 28 bigs with tens. Okay. But live in that tournament, uh, you, you can fold that 10. You can fold because uh, the edge you have uh, with, uh, with, uh, with that stack, uh, you can make uh, a lot of money uncontested. So, so also, if you lose, lost the EVU uh, with that fold, uh, you make a lot. Uh, money and you have a lot tv with the uncontested spot after because i i, I was chip leader at the table and we was 11 left so was the best situation i can have so i can really make that fold i can really make that fold with tens uh with the five million difference okay and um also i know they uh Three, four years ago, some situation similar to this situation happened, and uh, um, they don't do they don't do what uh, they do with me. So maybe in that time, uh, the guy pay only the amount the dealer said, not uh, the entire amount. Interesting. Yeah, that's, so, that's one way. That would be one way of doing it. But it would be kind of weird then, right? So then technically, would he not be all in? He would be in for, he would have money behind if he lost the pot? It's a good deal, I think, for both of, uh, of players. Because uh, the guy risk all in, also if he lost the, po- the spot, uh, stay in. And, uh, you know, it's uh, really important for uh, staying uh, also with the 10 bigs in that moment. And uh, also for me, was was good because uh, I was happy and uh, I don't go crazy. But uh, after that end, I go completely mad because, uh, you know, uh, your emotions in that moment are super high. Mad world. So you try, mad world yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, say re- I say really in the mad world in that moment. So you were, and, you, were, uh, you, were, you were very upset, obviously. Like it was, it was, uh, it was uh, you know, like you were upset. Tell me about it. Did you, like looking back on it, do you think, do you think, um, I mean, this could have easily spiraled. Like I think the majority of people, and of course there's luck and there's variance and maybe even it worked to your advantage because you got set off, you know, inside, but like it made you more inspired or more like locked in, but maybe playing a little even more aggressive than you already might've, but you know, like in the moment, do you feel that, how do you feel it affected you after that hand and what happens? Um, honestly, at one point I think, okay, I don't want to play again. I go out. <laughs> really? This is, yeah. This is what I think uh, for the first uh, five, 10 minutes. Uh, then Musta come to me and uh, said, oh, bro, we, we play and we work all of our life for stay here. So please come back, uh, try your mood and uh, start, continue to play your, uh, your best game. Yeah. Cause I mean, look at your, look at your stack here. I mean, looking at these guys in this field, like, I don't know this guy, this guy, never heard of this guy, never heard of this guy monster. And you still have basically you're like, yeah. to the yeah. table. you still have a ton of chips, but it's, you know, there's the Italian. I see it right there. You're getting the, you're getting uh, fired up, whatever. So there's like, you know, people are, are there, there's a lot of controversy and it's hard because people, 
you're not there. You don't really see what happens. You don't know what happens. People are, you know, but you're there and you ask for a double, a double count. Um, there's really nothing else to say, right? The dealer counted twice. You asked for verify. You're not going to go over and look, count the guy's chips out. If the dealer tells you twice, this is the chips, like that's it. If every single all in of every tournament, I say, no timeout. And I walk over and it just doesn't work. So it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's a shitty spot and it happens to be in such a high equity, you know, lifetime spot, but it happened, you handled it, you moved on and you end up, you know, coming through. But so you do feel that, do you feel like you were playing a little extra crazy though? You do feel it did make you a little bit mad? No, I feel, uh, I know myself uh, because uh, right now is uh, 12 years or 14 years I played poker. So I know myself and I know, I cannot be in that day uh, at 100% of uh, my game, you know? So I know it was tough to come back uh, to my game. Fortunately, uh, after that, uh, we played the final table, an official 10 ended after the 10. So I play super tight at uh, 10 ended, uh, an official final table, and I don't take any risk. Any risk in that moment uh so i come back the day before and i forget completely what happened the, what happened uh, the day before and uh, i restart to play my game uh i think at the final table i play perfect they won the two final table and uh, i think uh, i i maybe heads up uh, i can play better than how i play but i was really scared uh carded, uh all, all heads up. So I try to do my, my best, but uh... yeah. And 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 you tell me what you think about the November nine deal. How they used to take a long break or just play the next day, or was it did did it literally finish at nine and then they the next day it started, or was there a one day break? I forget. This. Uh, oh no, it was a one day break, and then uh, then you start. What do you think about that? Would would you rather play right through? Do you think one day breaks good? Do you like to have a week, a month, three months? I I like also for the poker the, when um, you come back in November because uh, also for all November nine was good for take sponsor uh, for uh, make some deal. Uh, also, I think uh, in that three four months everybody are super happy because waiting for uh, that final table and uh, also other people waiting for that tournament. So I prefer when uh, was um, when the tournament was uh, three, four years ago with the November 9. Yeah, it is cool. I mean, there's arguments for that, that people get to study, it changes it, whatever. But also, it's very tiring. It's exciting. Yeah, it's kind of cool to have uh, some month break, you know, some time to let it sink in, talk about some deals, relax, enjoy it. It's, it is exciting, but it's, it's tricky. You know, even, even I think like a week or two, a two week break or a one week break would be nice. Cause then the people could stay in Las Vegas. You don't have yeah. to walk around, come all back. It's just like, you could still make a deal, get a sponsor, you know, chat, get game plan a bit, get refreshed. Cause everyone's worn out. You're tired. You don't even have time to get a haircut or like, you know, go to the spa. You're just like going, going, going. It's just chaos. So I, I think there's like a way to do it where it's like a one or two week break or 10 day break, you know, something like that. I think, yeah, I think uh, exactly the same of you. 
And and this year, I mean, now who knows what's going to happen? But the schedule was crazy, right? I mean, they they added two fifty k. There was talk of a million. There's bigger high stakes. Um, it, it, you know, like it's it's uh, also they they changed the. Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to go to the schedule here because oh, this year yeah, the schedule is it was so juicy, right? <laughs> I mean, like it was very exciting, and I, I, it was weird though how they did it. And I, I think like last year they actually. I'm not sure how they were planning on it, but July 3rd is day 1C. There was actually a lot of uh, events afterwards. So I wonder yeah. if play through, would it be a break or do they just, they, I forget if, I think it just maybe played every day through. I don't know what they were going to do. But um, yeah, I mean, really exciting schedule that looks like who knows what's going to happen now. I've heard talks. It could be moved till December. I heard it could be um, played online potentially, which I don't think that'll happen, but there are some talks of that um, situation. What do you think? What, what would you recommend I, to do? I think the best uh, idea is uh, to move the World Series in September or December when uh, everything is finished, because right now oh, it's impossible to play live. Uh, also for American, it's dangerous, because uh, um, you start uh, quarantine after uh, after uh, Europe, no? So uh, I think it's impossible in May, everything is finished. And um, the best idea is to play in September on when everything is finished, also in December. I, uh, I, I think I think December makes more sense because, or like right after Thanksgiving and make it like five weeks through. The problem is you have Christmas, people's holidays, or even right after Christmas, like at New Year's time for January, because the problem with September in this is the World Series. A lot of recreationals have summertime, they plan it, and it's, it's like a thing. Whereas like kids are out of school, they're at summer camp, or you go for a week, people come in. If you do it in September, it's like kids have school, People can't really just get off, so it would it would it would it wouldn't be the same. Also, you know, it makes it trickier. But I do agree it should be pushed back and maybe find a time in a different month or something because it's not it's just not going to happen. There's just no way that it's ready in June. It's, it's, it's impossible. It's yeah. impossible. Or, or or they are or they are crazy, completely crazy, or uh, it's impossible. And uh, also the other option, the online World Series, uh, is not the same. It's not the same. Also, a lot of people cannot play, and uh, and it's completely different. Is uh, I hope uh, they they move uh, the World Series uh, in the uh, in December or September or whatever. But they move the World Series because we want to play World Series live. Um, uh, it's 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 cra- it's just it's crazy online. You know, like I actually think they're really considering online because they've been doing the circuit stuff. They're pushing it. They're trying to do it. But like even then, it would be inauthentic. Really, it just would be kind of strange. But also, it's it doesn't make a ton of sense because people are quarantined or social distancing or not traveling. So it's like, how could you do it where? people are allowed to play from where they could play. It doesn't really make sense. You know, like, are you going to do it in WSOP.com? Are you going to do party poker? Then people in the U S can't even play unless they go drive over and get all set up, make a bank account, get that. It's just like the logistics of what that would mean would take basically governments and people aligning and getting, letting people play from anywhere. And even then it's not quite authentic because it's online. So it just seems too, it just seems too much, too crazy and hectic and not really the right thing to do. Right. You know, you can call it something else, but you can't call it the world series of poker and have it be all online. You could do like a special side series, 
But I, I don't know. I don't think. I, I think it's really tough to make a special site where everybody can play for every part of the world. Also, they they have to make some uh, some deal with the other government, and I think it's impossible in uh, this time. Um. Yeah. It's. Uh... Yes, I agree with you, man. I'm totally on board. Well, so you take, let's just talk about, I'm just taking a look here too at your, that final table. So you end up coming back, you end up getting off mental, you know, absolute chaos tilt. Uh, what was your plan going in there? Once you got kind of going, you know, it's not 10 handed, obviously you understand that's one advantage you're going to have. I think really embracing each side, each part of the table, 10 handed, nine handed, eight handed, understanding how the ranges shift, how you need to play tight, how the stacks were. You're obviously, I think the most experienced player, this guy, Hossein Enza though, he seems to have, he seemed to play very well and have some serious game. Um, was he, was he obviously in your mind, the most, formidable opponent once you got there or was there yeah you, you were worried yeah. About? yeah before because also i know him uh, we are friends uh, before the main event so i know him uh, uh from uh, three years ago or four years ago and uh, he's a really good guy and uh, also live we have uh, a really good feeling um so i know was the toughest opponent in that table also you have a lot of chips so uh you have the best feeling at the table and uh, fortunately he never uh, before heads up we never we never play a lot tens and uh, he didn't make a lot of pressure against me so it was more easy for me and um, I, when I start to play that final table, I say to myself, Dario, leave this experience. Don't think about the money. Don't think about uh, uh, how many people uh, uh, look at you. Don't think about the others. Think about your experience. Right. Leave this experience and uh, try to do the best. So play your uh, poker and, uh, and go. Uh, this is what I say to myself when I play the tournament and uh, uh, every time I change my strategy about uh, my stack, about the stack of our opponent, about uh, how other people change. So it was a really, really good final table for me because the day one was uh, of final table was really easy. Uh, I don't have a lot of uh, tough decisions. And... Um, my opponent make a lot of mistake. I think in uh, in the first in the first day of uh, the final table, the day two was different because it was six handed or five handed, six handed I think, and uh, I love to play six handed. Uh, I tell you, I was a cash gamer, so I played a lot six handed. I really know the dynamic of six handed, and uh, it was super fun for me. I make a great call with Queen I in the uh, in the six uh, six left uh, day two, yep. and uh, mm. I make a great call with King I in the three ended. Uh, so it was a dream for me. You know, when uh, when I was young, uh, I always think uh, if I make penal table, I want to make these two hero call with King I and Queen I, and I make uh, and it was good. So. The best uh, I can do, uh, I do in that final table. It was uh, really, really good. That's awesome. And and uh, tell me about heads up when it started. What was the stack size disparity? Did he have a big lead or what was it? Uh, he had a big lead, but I, uh, be honestly, I don't remember the heads up. I really was uh, in the in crazy mood and uh, I never watched the heads up 
and uh, I never uh, rewatch the final table. Also, I watch uh, like uh, only two hours of that final table. So really? yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I don't really like to watch me on TV. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I, I can relate because I stream on Twitch. I remember when I was starting to do Twitch and stuff, I would look back a little bit, take like a note or see how that goes. But then it's like when you play and you do the stuff you do, it's I mean, in that example, I got to say, I would probably I would watch the final. I would want to watch the final table because that's pretty, pretty legendary and exciting. But, yeah, I don't go back and watch like the stuff right because you do it you live you play you study you want to do your stuff and then you want to just kind of live your life it's like to time to do it but i i would i that would be fun i think to watch uh that i'm sure someday you'll watch it or you might oh, I, I i will watch for sure i will yeah. watch for sure maybe in the in the next day i in quarantine i have a lot of time so i can yeah. watch take a look so, at it what, what was what was uh were you so you guys are friends both very you know again like you could tell he knew what he's doing he's a good poker player um what what was your uh what was your, did you guys talk deal? Was there anything or you just like, was it, I don't know. And if that's not public or whatnot, I don't know. But like, is that something that was on, did you guys think about, talk about, or was there no, no, uh, just kind of play? Uh, we, we don't have a lot of time for talking about it because uh, um, every break we have, we have uh, only five, 10 or 15 minutes. So we try to talk about uh we have uh, no time for uh, for take uh, a good decision or for make a deal. So we play. Okay, you play. So yeah, pretty pretty. I mean, crazy. Ten k buying four million heads up match. You end up getting six million. You take second. I think it was Kings versus a a flush draw or a straight and a flush draw or something. You got eight four spades to Kings, right? It was and that was that was uh, that was how the tournament ended. Um, but is is there any? Any other, any hand, uh, you made some great calls, king high, queen high, any hands you would have, looking back, heads up, do you like, like, was there anything you think you could have done differently or was it just like that was, you know, the match played itself pretty much? Um, I I tell you, I really don't remember every hands of the of that moment, of that heads up, because yeah. I, I stay in the particular mood. Uh, but uh, I think before the heads up, I, I play almost every hand really good, and uh, I'm also happy for uh, the last hand I play with uh, eight four Sweden. I think it's the best way I can play that hand. Maybe, maybe uh, against that betting partner, I I can I can uh, I I can call and not check check push because. Uh, Maybe if I think more, uh, I know he events uh, and I know he cannot fold in that spot. But uh, for the mats, uh, for the is uh, is the best uh, way you can uh, you can have with the death hands. And uh, for people don't understand the game, like my mom said, but why you play every everything with the uh, eight time? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think is uh, the best way for play death hands. Let me let me ask you before we take some questions here. What give us a little look on besides obviously Mustafa Kinnit. Bryn Kinney, some of the best players in the world. Some of those guys have been on the podcast, both of those as well, and talking about solvers, studying. Besides discussing with players, which is probably the most valuable, right? Being able to talk, look at how people do stuff, great players, and and, and look at different ways of looking through hands. Do you do any PO solver, solver work, studying? How does Dario study and approach poker outside of playing? Uh, Me and Mustar are really similar uh, about this. 
because um, we start to play together and uh, uh, we speak uh, a lot about poker. Uh, so I think the best way is to speak with other, uh, other players. And uh, it's the best way for understand a lot of things of poker and for growing up in this world. I think... Uh, uh, but uh, right now, if you have to play online... Uh, and you have to play against the best player and you have to play high stakes, uh, you need uh, to use some, some solver for studying the game. And um, I just started uh, some months ago with uh, my friends to uh, study some, some ends with the PO solver. Right. And, and but the best way is the experience and talk with the best. That for sure. But let's just say, let's take, there's uh, we got people watching live on this um, right now. Someone that's not, doesn't have access to Mustafa or Bryn Kinney or yourself or myself, someone that plays a lot or experienced pro, because that is very valuable, but that comes with putting in time, putting in effort, building your own, right? You're not just going to start playing poker tomorrow and be able to chat with on the regular, just get full access to uh, some of this. Like, what would you say to someone that's like beginning poker player, What's right, right, right now uh, is different than uh, when I start because right now you have a lot of stuff for study and uh, you have uh, also a lot of course online so you can study of uh, every every school you have online and uh, you can take that stuff and uh, I think the best uh, the best way right now is study because uh, you have all stuff and you you can make experience. Uh, with the experience of the other player. So uh, use this cool, uh, use this stuff, uh, and, uh, and study. And then start to play for, uh, for try to make money with poker. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Well, yeah, Dara, it's been, it's pretty cool, man, to see that, that story and find that moment in your career where, you know, you satellite in. I think that's a, a very powerful um, message, you know, whether it's 10Ks to 100K, or a 1K to a 10K or a 100 to a 1K or even lower, you know, realizing that someone, this doesn't happen overnight. You look at your career, you look at the grinding, the time, the effort, the things you put in, and then all of a sudden, you know, it took a while for you to kind of really break out. And then when it happened, it happens quickly. But you know, I think that's what's powerful and really cool about poker, especially tournaments that at any given day, you can shift or transform and, and take your applied learning and ability and move up levels. Like I had a guy on my Twitch channel, uh, his name's Mighty W, who is a 22 year old student out of uh, the Netherlands who was on my channel watching. He's been in there for a while and he got into the 5K on party on last Sunday, not this Sunday, the Sunday before. And he won the tournament for 286,000. Amazing. He was, playing, he was playing $200, $100 tournaments casually, got in. And shipped it. He was literally in my chat and I hadn't even known, talked to him before. Amazing. And, he and I thought he was trolling, right? Because he's like, in my chat, like, I'm, in the joke, 5K, yeah. I'm in the 5K chip leader six handed. And then I said, oh, type in the chat box at the 5K, like, hey, flow show. And right then he goes, what's up, guys? Hey, flow show. He typed in the thing and then he shipped it. And he, you know, so it's like, you just don't know, right? Like poker, that is what it's a, it's, I, we want to promote the game. It's a beautiful game. You can apply it to real life skills, learning for yourself. You know, we're not saying go out and be, quit your day job, become a professional and gamble away your life. But like, look, you can do it from the ground. You can risk of very course. little and you can have a chance to do something special. And it's in your control to learn, study, grow. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just you just don't know 
when that time is going to be when you're going to hit a big score. So don't put all your eggs in one basket, but there is opportunity to uh, to learn and grow. And, you know, if you're going to play video games, board games, these type of games, like, okay, that's cool. But if you want to actually build something, make something, poker is a game that you can you can actually learn, apply, and, you know. You are completely... You are complete, completely right. right. You can do it. Everybody can do it. You need to work a lot. You need to believe a lot. And uh, I think uh, in uh, this poker world, in, in, the, in the poker, there are something we cannot see. There are something uh, metaphysic. There are something about our energy. Uh, so if you stay positive, if you use uh, this on energy, um, for play poker uh, you can uh, you can do it so everybody can do it i start from uh, the low limit and uh, now i play the high stakes and uh, everybody can do it you need to uh, be focused uh, put uh, yourself 100% on it and uh, work a lot and uh, stay positive believe it uh, everybody can do it absolutely before we th- i love that advice i agree completely what do you before we go into some questions here, um, what, what, tell me a little about, cause this is the one I put up on my Instagram, um, mm-hmm. saying to help and you are the one I saw on yours as well. I know it's very serious here. What, what are the difference between these three? Is there three different on this website? Uh, yeah. Here? Yeah. All right. Um, the first one is, uh, almost finished because it's for the, um, for this day. Uh, we give, yeah, uh, we give uh, for the kids uh, stay in the hospital with the people stay in the hospital and with the people work in the hospital. Uh, some of these uh, uh, for uh, the Hester. So it's almost finished. The other is open, this one, uh, Equilibrium for the Cotuni Hospital. And uh, it's for, make, uh, for collect money for uh, this hospital for, um, for help them, you know, for, uh, for make uh, new things in the hospital and uh, for build a new seat for people in need. Okay. Uh, the third is uh, something we want to do. So some some new idea we we wanna do and uh, in the next day coming I think. Is there is there a translation to English or it's for a time? Uh, not not yet, but uh, we do this. Okay. All right. Well, if, if you're if you're English speaking, um, it's pretty straightforward in the middle one, and, and it's it does help a great cause. And there's a big need in Italy in the hospitals in Nap- Napoli, uh, Napoli. Um, it's you know it's going to a good cause and it's uh, backed by Dario putting his word on it and explaining it. You guys can read more about that. Unfortunately, yeah, if you're speaking English, it's in Italian. It's going to be a little hard to get the full details there, but um, that is uh, maybe like you said it will be coming. So that is a, if you're looking for a place to help out, that would definitely be one to look at and consider if you're watching. And let's uh, let's dive into some questions, though, because there are a lot. I know you don't have Twitter. You have Instagram, uh, MadWorld87. Yes. If you guys want to follow along with Dario's world and, and his uh, adventures, he's not – you don't seem to be super active on social media. <laughs> sort of embody – you, really like, yeah. you like to live and relax, and you're not, you know, you're not caught up in the uh, – too much of this stuff but there is still a little look here into your your uh, situation and what you got going on and then of course um that that's that's one way they can follow you but we do have the the, the giveaway and we want to take some questions so let's do a couple of these and then uh we'll do the 55 dollars giveaway you ready 
Ready, guys, okay. then make a tough question and bad question. Eh? Don't, don't <laughs> that. No, yeah. some people, people asking some general stuff, but um, someone said, how do you study poker? We just covered that. Halvard, thanks for the question. We just went over that. How much do you rate your heads up level? How much do you feel strongly about your heads up game? Because that's you know not a, not a form of poker we play a lot, right? Like we're in tournaments and there's only so often you get heads up, but do you, have you done work on that? Do you feel very comfortable? Uh, uh, five, six years ago, I was really good because I play a lot heads up. Also cash game ends up, then sit and uh, sit and go. Uh, in the last five years, uh, I don't play so much. And um, I think uh, I'm good heads up, but uh, in the last five years, I don't spend too, too much time for study and on my game heads up. Right. Um, okay. And actually, I, I meant to ask this myself. And we saw Jack Effel, who came on, and there was a, con- you know, he's there making the ruling. He, I heard him in the video say, if you're calling 17 million, you're calling 22 million. And that's that, that, tell me about that. Is that, that is not correct. True. Uh, the, the, he said, yeah, he said, if you call 17, you call also 25 million, uh, 22 millions. And uh, this is crazy. This uh, um, affirmation is really crazy because, you know, from 20 to 30 bigs change everything, change completely every range of call. So you cannot say this. Uh, and if you say this, uh, uh maybe you don't understand the the poker and right. uh so it's better if you don't say this yeah i i think i think jack you know he's it's a very intense situation because there's a lot of implications for everything and how it's done and, and whether with the rules and it's sort of a it's a bizarre situation um with with that right it's a it's bizarre it's unknown it's very confusing that there was a double confirm and wrong all this is very strange so it's tough for him i i think uh, i think yeah i think it's really tough for him uh, take a decision it's tough uh, like that statement particularly whether the ruling is what he has to do to say 17 and 22 are the same i believe yeah that is you know and what's 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 the difference then if he says well is it 17 and 19 are the same is it 17 and 26 like where how is he making that math calculation to where it's like he, he doesn't know because he's not a this is a living like he's not he's not playing the game and it may seem like a trivial amount, but it's, you know, what how many how much is uh, five million stacks worth in EV even so 10 million if a double it's a lot right it's like a lot of stacks we're not talking 10 you know how much money is that even it's a lot so but this question here is interesting because I guess this is what really the question would be. Um, Adam limpy, Adam asked on Twitter, having thought it over since the main would you still have called with 1010 and the dealer gets the bet size correct. Like, cause, because if it's 21, if it's 20, if it's 22, 23, 24, it does make a difference. Where is the cutoff for you? If looking back on that situation, so would you have called and what was the amount you think you would have or would not have called? So in that spot, I think, uh, um, for sure I called 20, 22 bigs, 23 bigs, uh, more than 20 from 25 to 30 bigs, uh, I, I have to think a lot about it. 30 bigs, I think I fold. I really can fold 30 bigs. So, because uh, I have uh, more more age than the other player and was more important to have big stack in that situation because I have too much, too much uh, spot for uh, print money, for make chips uh, without uh, have any risk. 
I only have to make, I only have to raise uh, two blinds every time. It's easy. I only have to open my range and open, open two X every time because they have to fold a lot. In that situation, it was the best situation. And normally when you have, when you are 11 left and you are one to final table, people fold, have to fold more for ICM and, uh, and, uh, and the other stuff. In right. that situation, they fold more than, uh, than a normal tournament. So maybe I, I fold with uh, 26, 27 bigs. I fold against 26, 27 weeks. It's actually insane, the butterfly effect of that. For you, it, it turns out you take second, where after losing that that uh, that hand, I think you would say you would sign for second, right? Because, I mean, second, six million, there's 11 left, and you took a big hit. Like, you were probably, it was tight, right? After that, you had 40 million chips. It's like very... Uh, you know, I, we can see the chip stack. I forget where it was um, after this hand. There it is, forty million, right? Like it's you were at sixty um, if you fold in that range, so you would have had a clear lead here. I don't know the other table stacks. I guess uh, um, and San had a huge stack too. But after you lose that hand, taking seconds a pretty good result. But like you would have, uh, I think it's fair to say that. It did shift, and so you you were saying you would have folded, and maybe you would have leveraged. You could actually end up having way more by folding there. You might have come into the final table in a much better position, right? I mean, that's that's fair to say. Uh, so, yeah, maybe it was uh, for sure was uh, more easy the final table if uh, I fold the ten, and uh, I can make uh, uh, more chips. Uh, Right. Uh, for the final table. So, so what, uh, what, what do you think? So, what would you have done then? What do you think that ruling should have been? You you mentioned that possibly just that what was announced would be called and leave them. You think that would have been the better ruling? I I think the best things uh, was uh, um, staying the game only for the uh, the amount the dealer said. So, is the best way for both player. So seventeen. I can lose 17 and the other player win 17 and lose 17. I think it's good also for the others because uh, uh, if he bust, uh, he didn't bust. So, uh, you know, uh, the EV have the short stack is infinite EV. Maybe uh, these rules uh, is uh, also also good for the other players. Right. Let me, let me ask you as well, because this is interesting to me about nowadays the high stakes in particular, which we see a lot of tournaments played uh, on television, a lot of very serious people tanking. Now there's shot clocks, which seems to help, but there's tanking. People aren't really talking that much in general. That's something I like about the Triton. There is a lot of chatter. A lot of the guys, they, they know each other and it seems a little more fun, fast or whatnot. But in general, there seems to not be a lot of talking. I had Matt Savage, who's sort of the, the tournament director Overall, that people look to, he does a lot of TDA rules, you know, him and Jack Effel being the big ones um, in, the, in the different series. Um, what do you think about the talking and being allowed or not? Because it seems unclear, like at the World Series, for example, if you ask, if, you, if it's you and a guy heads up on the river and you say to him, man, I know you have Ace King here. I don't know what to do. They say you can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. Whereas Matt Savage, I think it's misunderstood a bit because there are things you can do. And Matt Savage said, no, that's okay. You know, you can talk about that. You can't, they're, they're, the, the, like, it seems like the dealers 
tell the players you cannot talk. Like you can't say, I got this here or I don't know what to do here. What do you have? Like literally if you say, what do you have? A dealer is going to say no talking. Like, and I think it's misunderstood now, but that's how dealers are programmed to, to talk because they want like it to none of that since Jamie gold and like turning over cards and doing all this stuff. But then in Europe, like at dust till dawn, when I was there, not a few months ago, William Kasuf was at my table and he's obviously very extreme, but he's talking every hand. I know you got a King. I got pocket Kings fold like, and they don't, that's okay. So like, it seems like there's a, a disparity and on what's okay in Europe and in the U.S. and whatever. What, what do you think on this? What do you think should be the rules? I think uh, like ev- ev- everything, you need the balance. I think it's fine to talk. Uh, also during the end, if you say it's up, because uh, also the other players can choice to don't talk. You you don't put the gun and say you have to talk. So uh, I think uh, we can talk. Uh, because uh, you can take also other uh, information if you talk. It's also skills, you know, and uh, maybe you can use these skills. Uh, but uh, when some players uh, talk every every ends uh, or uh, every moments, uh, maybe the dealers uh, have to say that you cannot talk every moments. So uh, we need a, we need to don't be extra. We, we need to be balanced in everything of the life, also in this. So I like to talk, and uh, but you cannot talk every ends or every moment, you know? Right. Yeah, it's true. I, I think it's it's tricky. And I think that it's sort of like COVID, social distancing and closing and being very just like blanket statement to keep it, you know, because if it's like, oh, well, you can go to the beach and be this far apart, like it gets tricky. And then people, you know, so I get what they're doing, but I think it's bad for poker as a whole where people just like, can't talk, are scared. Like even me, I feel uncomfortable to talk because I just feel like it's not uncomfortable, but it's like, I don't want to get in an argument with the dealer every time. Like, oh really? No, that's not the rule. Call the floor and be like an ad. You know, it's like, it's just kind of like, it needs to, I feel like we missed that old, you know, 04, 05, 06, 07, the ESPN covered. People are talking, people are animated, people are having fun. There's engagement. It just feels like it's missing it a bit. And I mean, yeah, Ital- Italy, right? It's, you passionate. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's important uh, to, we, we don't have forget uh, this is a game. Okay. For us, it's a work, but uh, for uh, the other people, it's a game. Also for us. So people uh, need to have fun when play poker and uh, need also to talk sometimes because it's a social game. Okay, we fight. We w- everybody wants to win, but uh, everybody wants a good experience and we use a lot of time of our life for play poker. So it's good if we use that time for say good also with the other people. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm with you on that. Uh very, very cool. What did you, uh, or which poker player did you admire in your beginnings as a profession and why? Is there anyone you saw on TV or some of the original OG poker players that you looked up to? The, the easy one, the easy one, Phil Ivy. Ivy, right? <laughs> yeah, very, very cool. And you got to play with him now in some of these high stakes tournaments, even recently. Yeah, I mean, yeah, play a lot. Years, right? Or in yeah, the- we are... Uh- we are also also friends, and uh, we play we play a lot in uh, some tournament, and we play in some uh, big cash game in Manila. Very cool, yeah. Ivy, obviously, one of the legends of the game, been around forever, and just kind of uh, embodies embodies poker. Um, 
Okay, so that's that's definitely yeah, I like that answer. Uh, what did it feel like to come runner up? How long did it feel the joy of the win instead of runner up? Like this is different. Six million is a lot of that's a lot of lira Italian. You know that's a lot of moolah. How did you feel? After- this is this is a good question. This is a good a good question. Uh, I lost the most important heads up in my life, of course, about poker. Um, but before, uh, I was upset if I lose uh, some heads up of this. Right now, I changed my mentality because uh, in poker, uh, it's not like soccer. You have uh, 32 team and you have to beat uh, uh, 32 team. In poker, every time you play some tournament, you have uh, 1,000, 2,000, 6,000. So if every, if, uh, every time... You don't win the tournament. You are upset. Uh, you live uh, a life upset. You can't play tournament. So, then. so I'm uh, uh, right also now and also after two hours of that tournament, I was super happy because I'm a lucky guy. Uh, I was also lucky in the, in the tournament. Uh, and uh, before tournament, uh, I write for make second and win six million. So, yeah. of course, uh, I... I was upset after in the first hour because I lost the most important example of my life. But uh, I think I can do again that final table. Right. Okay. Great question from Great Bluff. That's Mary. Uh, thank you so much. Um, what a uh, oh, so many good questions. Do you play any sports? Uh, I play uh, table tennis. I don't know if it's uh, sports. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I swim before a lot. Okay. Uh, seven, eight years ago, agonistic swim. So uh, I play tennis. Uh, I play soccer. I'm not uh, amazing in soccer, but I play sometimes with friends. And I love uh, almost every sports, and I try to play every sports. What about the World Cup every summer at WSOP Vegas for Italy, man? The USA, uh, Italy, where are you at? Are you not? Are you not uh, on that team? U- USA are uh, so strong in uh, that uh, champions, bro. <laughs> yeah, there, you got to get out, of there, man. You got to. I'm scared. I'm scared about you. I see your team. I see almost you win every every year's the champions. So <laughs> yeah, but you could you could add. If some I time. if I make a competitive team, maybe next year uh, we play. Okay, fair enough. Um, but what's your best quarantine poker tip? Uh, best core quarantine. Uh, like, what's the thing right now you would tell someone to maybe and help with them being at home? Uh, something you could tell them you would give advice. Ah, okay, on how to spend uh, your time or some some things to do. I read a lot of books uh, about psychology. Uh, I meditate. I I use a lot of my time for uh, the charity for uh, equilibrium. Uh, because we are a group of people uh, uh, where uh, everybody put uh, or money or uh, skills for mm. make something good for the world. So I use a lot of time for this. Uh, I play table tennis because I have table tennis at home. Um, I start to make some gym. Um, that's it. I, I, I have the full, uh, full day. I don't have a lot of uh, time for think about bad things uh, or uh, see television, uh, uh, all bad news you can see in television. I also think it's not good for see television right now because uh, uh, you have a lot of bad news. 
So use your time uh, for uh, something you love uh, or something uh, uh, can help you, you know? Right. I think is the best way. Yeah, very cool. Which player do you think is more difficult for you to face due to their style of play? Which, like, not you don't have to give me a specific player if you don't want to say, like, who you think is so tough, but what type of style and or player do you find very difficult to play against? I don't want to answer to this question because Dan uh, uh, can use uh, this style against me. Fair enough, so, yeah. I got uh, there are something I can hate uh, when uh, some good player use against me, um, but uh, I prefer to don't uh, answer uh, this question. True <laughs> I like that. All right, you got 7-7 seven, seven or ace-king. Which hand do you want? They just say 7-7 seven, seven or ace-king. Which do you like getting dealt more? It depends, of course, the scenario. Is it all in? Is it radio? Which one do you like to have dealt to you when you see it more? Uh, if I know the, the cards, sevens. Sevens. Okay. Uh, samba. Do you like to samba? Brazil. Are you a Brazil fan? Uh, I love uh, I love Brazilian. I stay in the Rio de Janeiro two times, uh, and uh, Brazilian have amazing energy in everything they 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 make, and we are really similar to uh, Italian uh, of South Italian. Uh, we live in South, and really similar to Napolitan uh, because uh, we both are uh, real emotional. So I love Brazil, and uh, also like samba. Very cool. There you go. Um, did you enter? You you entered six at WSOP final table and finished second. Did you go with the previous strategy, or do you play it was it was possible? Did you have a game plan, or did you just kind of go? No, go no. I I, ne I never. I, I don't think no one uh, um, when play tournament can have uh, a plan before because in tournament the situation change uh, so quickly. So you need to adapt your game and your mind to the situation. Okay. Did you have any aha moments in your life, like ever where you just took a second, you were doing something you didn't think was right, or, or you were just like, well, I'm going through the emotions. I'm not really, did you ever stop, pause, and something just clicked in your life for what you want to do and how you want to do it? Uh, a lot of times. A lot, a lot of, of times. times, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if every day or uh, not every day, but a lot of times I think about what I want to do, if I want to change, if I like what I do now. Uh, I, I make a lot of questions to myself. Okay, very cool. Um, did, uh, when you took time off from poker, what did, what did you do? Um, I invest uh, money in the other business. Um, a lot of sports book, a lot, uh, a lot time uh, um, with um, buy rent home, something like that. Uh, but uh, I, when I stopped to play poker for the six months, I used the time for myself, for uh, understand better what I really want to do, what I like to do, uh, for meditate, for uh, stay with my friends. For uh, for enjoy the life, you know. Right. Very very nice. Did you did you have any uh, any what about sponsorship opportunity? Now to explain a little bit at this final table. Was there any deals or offers from from different sites or different types of brands at this uh, this this time or no? Uh, I have some some offer, but uh, uh, I in uh, in this day. 
I don't want to put uh, my mind for choose uh, which uh, which sponsor take, uh, but uh, I really I only want uh, want to say it uh, uh, good uh, for the final table. So um, I don't use my time for see the offer uh, and for choose, but uh, I I said no to two three people ask me and uh, and think only about the final table. Very cool. Um, someone asked your favorite moment in your career so far. I would imagine it was playing heads up for the bracelet or that final table. Of course. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> um, what's your, someone asking, what's your football team? You already, you already answered your, that's your home Napoli, your hometown original team, or that's your favorite team. I love Naples. My first and unique team. I love, uh, very nice. What do you think about the 2020 WSOP? We already covered this a bit, but do you think it should be postponed or canceled? You think postponed? I, I, I hope. Yeah, I hope. I hope postponed. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I hope. What, what's the most stressful moment in your career when uh, you thought your heart was going to explode? To be more clear, which hand was there? A tournament or a moment? An all-in? A big swing? Maybe it was in one of those. Uh... Uh, I think for the, every poker player is when you swing a lot. So when uh, when uh, I start to play high stakes. Uh, uh, sometimes uh, I swing like uh, one million, and uh, I stayed really bad in, the, in that day. So I take a break, and then I restart. Yes. Um, someone Dar- Ghost of M's asking here on the on the live thing if he thinks it, w- it was bad for Italy to go to the euro to change from the lira, the, the uh, currency. I- of uh, euro and uh, the question i do to uh, my friends is uh, but if you take uh, your money in lira what you do with this lira nothing so you all, always uh, need the euro no so <laughs> it's, it's no sense i think okay uh what did you want to be when you were a child when before poker you found the love of the game what was like what did you think you were going to do when you grow up what, what kind of profession did you look up to or think you like to do uh, before, uh, when I was super young, like 14, 15 years old, I started uh, to work uh, uh, in the disco for uh, public relations. So I always like uh, the nightlife. Hmm. And I spend a lot of time of, uh, for that. Okay. And, uh, a lot of sport before poker play, before uh, play poker. Now, now less. <laughs> Okay. And you, is it true? You, you're, what about business stuff? You do some investments, other things. Do you, do you have an exotic car business or did you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also car business. I car. have a uh, associate with uh, one of my, uh, with my best friend and we buy a rent uh, uh, luxury car like Ferrari, Lamborghini. And uh, it's really nice because also you can try every, every car you buy, you know? So before rent or sell the car, I take the car for 15 or one month. And uh, I love this kind of car and it's uh, really fine. Really yes. nice. Very nice. Um, what's, let's see. What about your favorite hand? Do you have like a favorite besides aces, like uh, nine, 10 suited, jack nine suited. What about uh, a fun not really dance uh dance win is my favorite dance <laughs> whatever whatever i don't have one yeah i don't have one especially favorite of course aces but for everybody but i don't have one uh, especially favorite dance maybe How, eight ten suited eight, eight, eight ten suited yeah yeah that's a fun one um the uh the pressure of the main event the final table i mean you've played some since that score playing 100Ks, you satellite it in, and you've been on fire ever since that 2015 Barcelona, or, or I think, or, I'm sorry, Monaco, one of those sc- scores there. Um, 
do you feel like the pressure for you playing for this big money, do you think you had a big advantage because those other players didn't, hadn't really experienced that? Or uh, Yeah, I think uh, I, I, thought, I thought I have uh, a really big advantage because uh, there are a lot, uh, uh, they have less experience than me. And uh, before tournament, uh, before go to play tournament, uh, I was uh, a lot emotional. But when I stay there and I start to play, everything uh, everything changed and uh, I was uh, super focused on my game and I was in the, another mood completely. For sure. What about your all-time favorite hand played? Is there one hand that was, you know, you've made some big calls at the final table, queen high call, king high call. Is there a hand on your career that was your favorite? Like just like uh, maybe against a player, a friend, or just some kind of sick moment that you're just like, you just always like, it's exciting for you. Uh, I play a lot crazy and beautiful lands but maybe for now the king high at the final table king high that's that that was against baba or the uh, livingston uh livingston nice and that's sick too because he was the one with the queens to tens controversy right yeah and he ended up getting third that was a big moment for him because if you don't call his tournament's a lot different right he may may not he that and, was big. of course everything changed if i don't call that end Right. It's so crazy. <laughs> Butterfly effects. Very crazy. Yeah. Um, what, uh, which site do you like the most to play on? Which poker site currently do you play the most on? Uh, right, right now is party poker. Uh, before, uh, was, uh, poker stars. Before what, what changed? Do you, d does the no HUDs, does the new names, do you like those changes? Both of those in particular? What do you think about? Uh, um, I like because, uh, you cannot use, uh, all the manager. So uh, the the is the game uh, is a more uh, live game than uh, online game. So people have uh, everybody have the uh, same information. Yeah. And uh, also you don't know a lot uh, nickname. And and right now I prefer that. That's cool. Yeah. It, initially, I thought it was going to be very strange and kind of on. But it, if you think about it, it's more fair because if you use hold the manager better than me. You're going to exploit me in spots and, and I may be a good player, but I might not be good at using the tool. So it's like it, it creates an even playing field, like, which is uh, kind of refreshing, really. If you think about it, it makes more sense. Also for uh, also for um, um, amatorial, amatorial players, because uh, if uh, if I want to play poker only for fun and uh, I play one time for month or one time for week, uh, why you, you are better than me because you study and you play every day and uh, you have a uh, older manager for uh, is is uh, not uh, I think uh, uh, fair. Right. Yeah, it's, I agree. I think it's that's really cool. And it's starting people are starting to get that word out and understand that for recreationals. I think it makes much more sense. Uh, it's really the only way you can keep it neutral and make everything the same. You can't teach everyone how to use the tools the best and, and whatnot. And, and uh, it makes a lot of sense. Um, what, what do you think about sites going to real names? What, what is your thought if everyone just used their real name? Or do you think the aliases are is just that's how online's kind of always been? What do you think about 
think? I think we I think they can do something like 50-50. Some tournament with real name and some tournament with the uh, screen name. Uh will be super fun. Also, uh now on the party you can play the Irish Irish poker and you have the real name. It was uh, super fun because uh you know the your opponent and uh and was uh, similar to play live poker, you know? Right. And uh was uh, was cool. fun I like that too. I like how that and maybe even that 50-50, maybe just certain series or certain events, right? Like some events where it's it's like that and some not. Um, that That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's well. a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. All right, well, Dario, I think uh, we we saw, we covered your charity. We Someone's asking about where he bought the hoodie. Do, do you know this guy? Is he, is he saying he bought it for you? I don't know. It's his name's... Uh, I don't know what hoodie he's referring to. Admit where you bought the hoodie. Or, or maybe he's asking, I don't know what hoodie. Which hoodie? Do you know? Is there like a famous... Do you have like a, a hoodie that you wear a lot or someone bought for you or is this just a random question? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not sure which hoodie he's referring to. Someone's asking where you got the hoodie. So I don't know. Maybe they, you were wearing a hoodie in the main event. You were in a suit, right? You were ma- wearing mainly a suit. During yeah. The final <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. And what about, uh, let's last question. Do you bet any sports? You said you used to play blackjack, some table games. You haven't in a long time. No, I I, right now, I play only um, on soccer, on Serie A, Liga, and uh, 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 Premier League, the um, most important uh, champion in, uh, in Europe. And uh, because uh, my partner is one of the best in the, in the betting world. And uh, so we bet together, and uh, it's really fun. Uh, and uh, also, also, you can make a lot of money, so it's the best. Very cool. That sounds like a good, good gig. Um, all right. Well, guys, we are going to go ahead and do the $55 giveaway from Party Poker, courtesy of them. And Dario today is going to going to roll uh, that for us. So, Dario, when you tell me when someone's going to win $55 ticket, hopefully spin up a roll online and, and use the ticket wisely. So you go ahead and just tell me when and someone will win that. Okay. Uh, go. Go has been called. We are loading it, and we have a winner. Forrest Corey's Forrester uh, is going to get that ticket. We'll get your party poker. Um, looks like he's already won one, and he's going to win again. So very cool. A multiple winner. Lucky guy. <laughs> Dario, I, uh, I appreciate it. We again talk about the charity. We look at it, and we're going to, you know, uh, I put it up on my Instagram. It's up there. I think you've put up some some swipe up on your, your Mad World uh, 87. You guys can give him a follow on Instagram as well. And, you know, again, Dario, congrats on all the success. Very exciting to see you develop and blossom. Hopefully we'll play some, some FIFA again soon. That was fun to talk to with Dan Coleman and you grab your guy. It sounds like you're pretty good because Dan's good and you're beating Dan. So uh, you must be pretty solid at the game right now. I haven't played in a while. But maybe- yeah, but now Dan Coleman is good because uh, I know he play almost every day right now in quarantine. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, he's grinding. All right. Well, we'll have to we'll have to look at that. But man, I appreciate really appreciate the time. Stay safe. I'm sure we'll battle some at the tables here coming up. Good luck on day two of the Irish Open. I am in there as well, and I will. Uh, yeah, we'll see you at some final tables, man. And, and thank we'll you, Jeff. Chat thank live. you, Jeff. Hope uh, see you soon. Uh, uh, really quickly. Hope everything finished soon, and uh, we can uh, play FIFA soon. Yes. <laughs> Cheers, bro. Have a good one. Have day. a good day. Yes. Good luck for everything. Ciao, brother. Dario Amartino, Mad World 87, guys. Give him a follow on Instagram. Check him out. And and again, he had his second place finish in the 
uh, main event last year for a cool six million, putting him number one all time money list. You can see some of the other guys on there that were uh, on our on our podcast this week. I think uh, I don't know if Alec Torelli claims. Italy, I guess he claims something else, but we just had the number one and two this week. These guys have a clear one and two um, in the Italy, Mustafa Kinnett and Dario Sammartino, um, both in the last three or four podcasts we've had on the show, guys. I really, really do appreciate it, and I uh, hope you enjoy. This will be up on all the different platforms. Thanks again. We have more podcast guests coming up. We have a very special Wednesday podcast. We'll get that announcement, who it is, a very a business mogul. Um, really excited. Good friend of mine who is going to be on Wednesday, 11 a.m. We'll get that out soon. And thanks again. We'll see you on Twitch. Going to stream later today uh, and Saturday and Sunday as well, playing in a big $1 million charity event on Friday. Going to stream that as well uh, for Feeding America. There's some details on that. If you check my Twitter, going to go out today. And I'll see you guys on stream on Twitch, jeffcrosspoker.tv. Thanks again. Have a great day. Ciao. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to partypoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.